It's the Bad Advice Show. Good night, good morning, good afternoon. Uh, hey, everybody, Bad Advice Show back again. Uh, I, I really want to say tag team back again. Ever since I've seen that commercial with tag team uh, <laughs> doing what? Have you seen that commercial? Yeah, it makes me very happy. With scoops, yeah. there it is. Tag I can't team. remember. Yeah. Is, is it a is it a paper towel commercial? I don't think it's a paper towel commercial. I think it's a Geico commercial. Am I? Just, yeah, maybe but, I'm just making things up. Yeah, ice cream. What are they selling? I don't know, but I'm just happy to see tag team uh, making uh, commercial money. It's Geico. <laughs> it's a Geico commercial. It's there Geico. you go. Okay. All right. Well, we got that out of the way. All right. Go back to the introduction. Hey, everybody. Uh, hey, this is Gordon Baker Bone. You're uh, a 33.3% uh, host of the Bad Advice Show. And let me introduce all the voices that you hear today. Ah, the lovely voice, the, <laughs> the Cajun of the show. Please put your hands together for Mel, everybody. It is me. It is me. Are you- Whenever you, you call yourself lovely voice, I always think that you're gonna um flip the script and introduce Sarone. You should do that one no. day. The Malone no, Russell. And by way of Georgia, please put your hands together for his uh you know him, you love him. His kids have uh dice game names. Sarone Russell, everybody. Hey, wait a minute. Uh, you, okay. your son, hey. you call your son Cool Breeze. That is definitely a pool hall hustling name. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Pool hall, uh, really? like or dice game like, or boogie. What? You know, it's yeah. okay. All right. Do you have we're nicknames off, for you? Starting off with judgment. It's not judgment. It's loving our blackness and yours. <laughs> do do uh, any of your other kids got nicknames? No, just the boys. Just the boys. Okay. All right. You gotta give the girls well, some nicknames. I got I got well just no because the, the youngest uh uh her nickname is Squeak because when uh when she gets she gets bad or goes south for her, she squeaks and what? Yeah. <laughs> Will your middle girl even allow you to give her a nickname? Because I feel nah. like she's in charge of that. Yeah, she's in charge of that. She goes by we tried, you know, one of them, and she's like, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, we won't be doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she's always had, like, her own march to her own beat and kind of let you know where to pick it up and where to put it, put it down. And I, for one, <laughs> love it. Yeah. Most, most, most of our women listeners and most of our women followers are big fans of her and her anarchy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why that is. Because because you bring so much chaos to the timeline, it's good to know that there's somebody who's your sixth change. Oh, okay. Are you trying to say uh, his middle child is the counter, (laughs) the counterbalance? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It makes me so happy. But I just love to see girls um, giving their fathers hell. I think the daddy's little girl thing is so fucking boring. Um, hey, wait, why? Cry. That's my bad. Ever. Make your father cry this week. Make, make your cry. father cry. Make wow, cry. that's your bad advice this week. That's my bad advice. <laughs> hey, everybody, week. ladies out there, make your father cry. Make him recognize that you <laughs> you are an emotional terrorist if, if need to be. 
bring the pain. This is why. This is why I ain't got no kids yet. I can't. Mm -mm. I don't even listen. I don't know if I'm gonna have kids, but if I do, I hope it's a little girl, and I hope like like we we argue all the time, all I, the time. I, Arguments I, and hugs. That's all I want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the most entertaining things for my daddy was seeing him interact with my daughter. And yeah. after just like him just watching with this smug look of satisfaction, I couldn't mm. even say nothing because I knew what I was like. I just looked at him and I was like, you know what? My yeah. bad. I see it now. I see it, I see it now. now. He said, oh, oh, how the tables have turned. Oh, he was... He was just a little too delighted. And I know he's in the great beyond because, you know, last week my cat ran away and yeah. I was definitely the runaway child. And I know him, my mama and my sister up there like, oh, we don't like runaways now. Oh, you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh isn't, that, isn't that convenient? Isn't that no, convenient? he was the runaway. Huh? Oh, he was I, a runaway? Ran I ran away twice. Damn, that's and my crazy. parents were like, "If you don't get your stupid ass back in this house," and they were right. I don't, I didn't know how to survive on those streets. All right, <laughs> I always got to ask this question: Where did you go? How old were you, and where did you go? I was, I was like a teenager. I was an older teenager. Okay. And, um, I went to my friend's house. I had a friend who lived on her own, so I went to her house once. Okay. And I had a. I was actually going to leave the state. And my parents got wind of that. And they were like, if you don't get your stupid ass. And Boy, the super street fighter combo they was finna put on your oh, ass. My <laughs> oh, so, Rome, you ever ran away? Hmm? You ever ran away, no, I was too. I was too isolated. I was out in the country. I was a, I was a 15-minute ride from the nearest town. I would have had to get somebody to pick me up, which would mean I would have needed friends, which would have needed which would have been a reason for me not to run away in the first goddamn place. So I was pretty much stuck. I ran away was, to the Marine Corps. That, that's so fucked up. 15 the minutes away to the next town. Yeah. That's what about fucking, you, Gordon? Me? No, I was, mm -mm. no, like, I, like as a kid for my mom, I was just like, I would come, I would always just come in late. That was it. That I'm always going to come back. <laughs> Ain't nothing I out can. there, really. Yeah, like ain't nothing really out there. Just like leave the door open. I'll, I'll be back. Yeah, you right, know, but, you know, this is like a little. He, he was like a scraggling, streetwise, uh, you know, lovable mutt. He's just yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is exactly like that um, to a T. I was a rebellious kid. I was just not like whatever it was, and I wasn't like completely rebellious. Like my parents had me on such a you know, a, a short leash or whatever. I just rebelled however I could. So it's things that most kids are like, that's all you did? And yeah, but it drove my parents. It was a lot. It was enough. It was a lot compared. You have to go by, um, whenever I listen to people um, talk about what they did and didn't get away with or what they did and didn't do as kids, you have to, you have to compare it to the, uh, the rules that they had. Because right. like, if you tell me, uh, you know what I'm saying, if, if you tell me you drank, you, you got drunk when you was 15, but your mom and dad drank every day of your life, that's not really rebellion. You just doing what you saw. Right. And you probably you probably wouldn't even get in trouble for it. But if you was, you know, if you was doing, if you, if you was, uh, you know, the pastor's kid, 
and you told me that you did you were doing lines at home room. Yeah, you showing the fuck out. Yeah. First off, I don't I don't know what age y'all started drinking. I didn't start drinking. I was I was pretty much a square. I didn't start drinking until I literally got to college and I was like 19, borderline 20. You lying. Really? No, I'm dead ass. I'm a late comer to the drinking party. I, I think that's why I like doing it so much. <laughs> I started drinking when I was 14. 14? What, what was the first drink you had? A screwdriver. Oh, you said that with such glee. <laughs> a screwdriver. You said that so nostalgia in her heart. Like, because it was just the whole, it was the thing of rebelling. It wasn't even about what it was. It was the fact that I'm drinking vodka in the morning because fuck you. <laughs> vodka in the morning. That's some Russian ass shit right there. In a thermos. Oh man. All the all the good old days. I used to get um I used to get drunk and uh go to um football games and forget I forget I was a, a shot kid and I would get in a bankhead bankhead bounce dance contest with nobody in particular. What? Was it was it moonshine? Were you drinking moonshine? At times, I was oh, drinking whatever, Lord. whatever was in the car. <laughs> it was. I was in. Well, sadly, I was in Ohio for my first drink. A good reason to drink. Um, and oh, yeah. it was, it was gin and juice. I was drinking gin and juice, and I was like, oh, this is like the song. Oh, <laughs> was, was it Seagram? Was it yes, it was yes, it was Seagram's. Seagram's. Why do we always start with Seagram's? Because it's cheap as shit. That seriously is. Yes, it really is. You remember when Seagram's was um, putting do rags with their bottles? Say yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it was a couple years back. Seagram's was selling their um, bottles with do rags. Get the yep. fuck out of here. Ugh. It was like we ain't gonna deny our nigga heritage no more. We not even. <laughs> no, we not even, yeah. we, not we know even who buying us. Yeah, we ain't even pretending like we being sold them in the Caucasian homes. Oh man, damn! Now I'm, I'm gonna have to look that up. I'm gonna have to find me a Seagram's do rag. You gotta do. I mean, don't don't buy the Seagram's. Just steal the do rag. Yeah. No need for you to purchase it because hey, does anybody else? When you said Seagram's for too many times, could anybody else on the uh just taste Seagram's as you were saying? Yes. Shit, you like, yeah. yeah, Seagram's has that ugh taste. Yeah. What is that? Because it's not just it's not gin. I know what gin tastes like. Good gin, yeah, you you know that. But like Seagram's, it it, it leaves a lasting mark. It's like it like it branded your taste buds. <laughs> Kerosene. I feel like it's like aged in toenail clippings. It's something. Ugh. Ugh. What the fuck? Fuck an old barrel. Filtered through socks or something. Yeah. Oh my god. Ugh. Football socks. Football socks. Damn. I'm a nigga that's really good at football too. So you he you can tell his toes are doing a lot of work all game. Yeah. And I remember that's, that. that's his lucky socks. So he don't oh. wash them. Nah, them, them socks stand up by themselves when they take them off. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I'm sitting here thinking about like that night that I got drunk for the first time that I drank, and I could have sworn I was drunk. It was only like a, probably a glass and a half, 
And I remember I just passed out on the floor and I woke up in somebody's hoodie. I don't know whose hoodie it was. It was a gray hoodie that I kept for years. And was I it a that. black and a half of Seagram's? Uh, Seagram's gin and yeah. some type of orange juice that I found. That counts as four bottles of <laughs> Yeah, that's that's that that is that is two bottles of Tango Ray. Yeah. Okay. Or four bottles of Bombay Sapphire. Oh, so Bombay Sapphire, your, um, good gin. Does everybody on here drink gin? All you guys do. A- I'm an occasional gin drinker. It's not my go-to drink. Now that I'm a little bit uh, more established in my drinking ways, I totally prefer. It depends on the type of night I want. Uh, I prefer kettle one vodka if I'm gonna have a drink. Uh, I'm not a. Uh, I know how people do brown and light liquors and shit. Like I don't. I don't believe in that. I just believe everything will fuck you up if you don't. Yeah. Oh, I'm. I- I'm uh I'm I'm kind of classes when it comes to drinking. I just don't yeah. mix. I don't let my lower income drinks mix with my higher income drinks. Fair like, enough. Um, if I'm drinking, if I'm drinking Paul, I'm not finna chase that shit. You know, with no Knob Creek, no hundred, no hundred proof, hundred dollar <laughs> yeah. whiskey. Them two niggas gonna fight when they get around each other because they ain't got nothing to talk about. I think a lot of times when people have the dark uh, liquor, light liquor struggle, it's because with a lot of dark liquor. We tend to not cut it with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Light liquor, we tend to use it with mixers and over mm-hmm. because it's it's all the sugar and all that crap. But I'm more of a brown liquor girl. Um, I do like I like uh, kettle one. That's probably my favorite vodka. Yeah. I can I like, I like Tito's too, but kettle one is still my hands. Yeah. I like gin, but I can't do a lot of gins, a lot, a lot of different gins. I have to be a classy bitch. I have like two gins that I really like. Okay. Um, and my favorite gin is Hendrix. Okay. Yeah. I highly recommend. Like, if you're, it's a, it's a lot more, it's a lot smoother than than most gins that you have. I actually got the special edition, uh, the limited edition lunar release, so I'm excited about that. Mm. But I'm more, those are like, that's about where my um, light liquor ends. I had Casamigos uh, tequila. It was cool, but I'm still more. Oh, I love Casamigo. I'm more like wine and brown liquor. So I got scotch, I got rye, I got bourbon. Um, I don't think I have just regular whiskey. I like I like the fact that, see, y'all know y'all, y'all know what y'all drink. And y'all know what's drunk. Exactly. Yeah. But like some people some some people don't know. Like in college, some people didn't know they, they were drinking or care what they were drinking. Like uh I mean I, don't I know didn't y- either. This is this is young, young, dumb, young, dumb, and full of whatever. Um that's <laughs> that was my motto. Yeah, it's um I mean you when we were younger, more times than not, either we weren't old enough to get the liquor we wanted or we were too poor to get the liquor we wanted. Yeah. Um, so, or, and we were at the mercy of whoever else brought some yeah. shit. And then once you get older, it's just like I'll bring my own bottle. And yeah. one day you look up, and you and all your friends have grown up taste. So, yeah, I just watched this most terrifying thing. I watched uh, something on TikTok about these young men making jungle juice now, and apparently they're putting pre-workout inside the jungle juice. Well. Yeah, that's if you. I mean, if you want, if your party is missing, uh, volcanic 
diarrhea, then yes, do that. <laughs> Put pre-workout in your hunch in your hunch punch. I mean, that's um that's like what the, the workaround for four local, right? Yeah, that's like they poured uh moonshine, two two handles of uh of some like it looked like pop-off vodka, which is the worst vodka. That's like really like you are on the streets, you live on the streets, you are the streets if you're drinking pop-off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are just some liquors where you know you can taste it and figure out that they bought it in like a a, a nondescript glass with vodka scrawled on it in a sharpie so oh, he's, he's talking, i don't know if y'all ever seen this y'all ever saw uh layered vodka uh-uh Mm-mm. oh that's some cheap ass shit you get like a whole uh pint for like a dollar it is bad <laughs> mm. kind of hooch y'all drinking <laughs> but now if you want to if you want to mix it if you want to mix in pre-workout and have everybody running around in circles and shit on themselves, then yes, please. That's my bad advice for today. Do I mean, they're loading all that <laughs> stuff up to only like get on TikTok and dance with their arms, so I don't get it. Listen, <laughs> we ain't gonna make fun of the babies and and they lack of. No, um, I want to know why you need pre workout if all you're gonna do and if and you're not gonna have leg day. Explain <laughs> it. Make it make sense. It would have been. It should be more fights if you mix in uh, pre workout with your jungle juice. Right, take it, it down be, a bit, it Ronnie be. Bravo. You don't need fucking pre workout in your job. With all that arm dancing, you're gonna you're gonna black out and you're gonna be drunk. You're when like, you start doing the when you start doing the running man, then you add the pre workout back into that. But as long as y'all skipping leg day with your little dances, get the fuck out of here with that. And Watch I love the kids, I do, but there's yeah. really no reason for the pre workout. Oh, I want. I kind of want to try it just to see what it feels like. I don't want Absolutely. the explosive diarrhea. You. I just want to. Well, if you don't want it, then don't drink it because there's no way around <laughs> it. I just don't understand what you want. You have literally had a gastrointestinal emergency yep. with habanero tequila. So I don't know yeah. why you want to go here. Do you just oh, have man. waging a war against your stomach lining? Oh my god. I can't. I always think about that. For those that don't know, when I was in Atlanta and uh, going through a breakup, I used to sneak away while on tour and go drink by myself. And I was in Atlanta, and naturally, you see like uh, something that looks like peach vodka, because you know you think you're in Atlanta, the home of peaches. That's peach vodka, peach infused vodka. That sounds like something that would be a thing. Atlanta would do. <laughs> yeah, right. And but nope, nope, not here. They uh. They left habanero peppers inside this vodka bottle. And I was just like, fuck it. Who cares about life anyway? And I did that shit. And let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> you haven't lived or wanted to live. You know what life is. You feel your heartbeat. You feel the wind. You know. <laughs> this, nigga, this nigga drank himself philosophical. He's like... <laughs> As the mortal call was almost snatched from me, I began to grasp more firmly. <laughs> really, it, it felt like that scene in, uh, <laughs> was it Dr. Strange? Well, you know when you get punched, your soul get punched out of you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Punched onto the astral plane. That's what it felt like. 
And I did that shit. I began to sweat. I remember this. My, my tongue burned. My chest burned. I literally felt the vodka enter my stomach. I felt every bit of the shot go through my body. I felt it go through my intestines. I felt it warm my stomach. My mouth was like hot and like my nose was clear. I could smell everything. Um, <laughs> and I, I tried to like, you know, you know, you try to walk, walk it off or shake it off. I remember kicking the bar like, ah, oh, yeah, that kind of that kind of stuck. And she stood there holding the bottle, staring at me. And I'm never going to forget her words. She goes, people were trying to order other drinks. She's like, everyone, I need a moment. We are having an emergency. <laughs> she knew. This nigga shook a hardened bartender to her core. Oh, you. And um, hold on, like it. Hold, hold on, people. Hold on, people. Yes, I understand you want your gin and coke. Ma'am, we are having an emergency over here. People are dying, Karen. <laughs> This boy's tasted the wrong libation. Uh, and like an idiot, I, I thought the best way to do, because once you feel it in your body and your stomach, you just want to get it out of you. So I threw it back up. And Ooh. if you ever have habanero vodka um, you don't or any type of vodka spiced. that's spiced, uh, do not throw it back up. It will burn you a second time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to burn you a second time no matter what. But I don't know that you want it to burn the same way twice. <laughs> Yeah. No, but Mel, do you understand how stupid that that theory is? They yeah. Get this out of me. That's like me walking on hot coals and going, "Damn, that was hot." And then, uh, like, I got I got to get away from it, and then running and back over hot coals. <laughs> <laughs> and moonwalking back across the hot coals. Oh shit! This was a bad idea. Let me slide back. Nigga, step Martin, to the if we side. didn't have you, if we didn't have you, we'd have to create you. We'd I swear. To. My life is really better for knowing you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I appreciate that, guys. We're I'm just trying to teach gonna, people. We're definitely going to have to get you low jacked for the next tour. Like, we need we need to get you chipped. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, the same way you chip a cat or a dog, you got to chip. <laughs> I want to mark you like a penguin I want to keep up with. <laughs> Speaking of chips, did you guys, um, you guys heard what happened up in New York? With Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah, that was her, horrible. Like her, yeah, her dog walker got shot and they stole her dogs. Shot him in the chest, not four once. Times. What? Yeah, oh. four times. So <laughs> is, is, is he alive? That's what I he is alive. He he's alive. He's in he's not in the best condition, but um yeah, imagine being a dog walker and someone comes up on you with the blicky. <laughs> Jesus. Do you understand? Like, like, I don't think the president is protected that much. Like, do you understand why you why are you kidnapping someone? Well, all right, let me take that back. I, I've owned a pit bull before. I know people kidnap dogs, but yeah. yeah, they kidnapped two French bulldogs, and she offered five hundred thousand, half a million dollars for the return of the dogs. No questions asked. Wow. Like, imagine you being a dog walker. I'm like, no, I got questions. Yeah, you gotta answer some questions. No, no, you're gonna answer questions. I have a lot of questions. Uh, I have questions about my lead content since you just pumped me full of it. 
the hell wrong with you? For five hundred thousand dollars, I was seriously thinking about spray painting two raccoons and seeing what I could get away with. <laughs> just to turn for five hundred grand. You know you would get away with that for at least a week, and then one of the raccoons yeah. would wash off the paint. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm like, sorry, I Mrs. Gaga. I don't know her whole like motivation, but yeah. I just want my dogs back. Is not the right tone when your em- your human employee is in critical condition. Like, girl, what are you doing? I got questions. <laughs> make them make them ask <laughs> i love okay, no, aria but if you shoot my cat sit a bitch that's the priority <laughs> like go for it okay we got the dog base but just ask them why they shot me <laughs> and like was he trying to heroically save those dogs because that would be really fucked up that would be really fucked up yeah, look, run the run the security camera back because if he was out there karate kicking trying to save them dogs, you owe him a five hundred thousand dollar raise. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, hey, yo, we do need to see the camera. Like, what happened while you were getting shot or before you were getting shot? And like, I keep thinking about this. Do you think the dogs knew they were being kidnapped, or it was just like a fun game? <laughs> French, French bulldogs are not the smartest, so I'm pretty sure they were like. They heard, they're pretty sure they jumped at the sound of the of the gun. They're like, oh shit, this is terrible. And they got into the key of Sorrento that they was being stolen in. And they're like, damn, that was that was that was that was touch and go for a second. So who are you? And where's the food? <laughs> Yo, they could have did this. No, nah, they knew that they knew they was kidnapped when they didn't get their filet mignon for dinner. They was like, right. yo. This is not the house we live in. Hell no. This is a, what is this? 800 square feet? Fuck this. This is the smallest dog cage I've ever seen. This is a loft. loft. (laughs) Bitch, we are in Queens. Get on the the phone. We are in Queens. You know they shitting everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. What do you think Lady Gaga's dogs drink? Because I know they just straight tap water. Nah, they it's don't drink no tap water. They got their Brita filter. It gotta be something sparkling too. I believe Carrier? that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they drink peach snobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is Lady Gaga. They're having fun. Little drunkards. <laughs> oh, five hundred thousand dollars for for two dogs, and like a lot of people don't know this, French bulldogs are expensive. Yeah, good right. French bulldog costs about what. 20 maybe fifteen thousand dollars yeah yeah because original at, at one point i had the idea of getting one yeah and i looked at the price and you know how you um when you have to cook out and you get something nasty that you don't want and you turn the plate over in the garbage <laughs> I did the mental whatever the mental thing of that was with that web page i did that to it because fuck no have y'all ever <laughs> owned an expensive pet a luxurious pet? No. 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 What do you I've think? I've owned some purebred dogs, but they weren't look. They weren't luxurious. Okay, okay, but just because you didn't pay a lot for them, if they were purebred and That's they were yeah. technically expensive, you know, you not. You just got to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to. Yeah, That's still. Well, up. I was. You. You. I'm. I'm from the country, so we would. 
have weird ass deals where you barter for shit. Where like yeah. if you fix somebody, call somebody will give you a Rottweiler puppy. <laughs> and while I'm saying what? that, I'm lying. I had a um, I had a purebred cocker spaniel when Tyson was small. Oh okay. shit! I Actually, got, I did I have got some got high end pets. I got, I realized that yeah, I had a purebred cocker spaniel for about about a year and a half. That's so wild. People people forget that like their pets they 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 go for bank. Yeah. Yeah, mine didn't. We fixed the old Oldsmobile and we got a Rottweiler puppy. <laughs> <laughs> did the guy let you look at the puppy before you fixed the car? <laughs> no, he just came back in the in the running car with the puppy. Hey man, that was some that was that was that was cool ass shit y'all did with that car fix. I appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, man. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we got one more male left. We got one more boy. Y'all call him what y'all want to. Hey, listen, in this economy, black people gonna have to get back to bartering. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. You oh, have yeah. to start trading goods and services. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, especially when you think about the fact that you know people can leapfrog over these over businesses and shit like that. Uh, uh-uh, we gonna have to figure something out. Hey, check this out. If you're listening to the Bad Advice Show right now, if you are listening to the Bad Advice Show, if you will braid my daughter's hair, I will come by and change the spark plugs in your car. That's fair. Is that That's the way? Fair. Is that even like a fair amount of time? Like it, what? It what totally is. It totally is. Okay. That is a that is a that is a one to two hour car job, and that okay. is a four to six hour hair job. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and like the monetary value is about what and what. Yeah, <laughs> I would say I would buy, I would say that's a hundred fifty to two hundred dollar uh, repair. And that is a hundred hundred and fifty dollar braiding session. So you 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 braid her hair, and I and I change our four up to four up to six four up to six spark plugs. <laughs> that is fucking ridiculous. Damn, what would I buy? Go ahead. We need to explore this, dude. You know what I've been seeing a lot lately? Because like I've been driving a little bit more. I've been seeing like. Like, cause I'm not new. I'm new to this phenomenon of like country living and suburban life. So I was driving and I saw like people had like logs of wood that were already cut oak, and then they had eggs and uh, like on the side of the road. And they just said, "Take what you don't want, leave what you can." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> That's the world we live in. And decent people, like it, when you live around decent people, that's a uh... That's the kind of thing that happens. I want to do that. I want I want city life to be like that. I want like somebody in like North to do that or, or do that in Brooklyn. Things, that's one of the things I'm planning on doing. I have a lot by my house that I'm planning on converting to a garden. And okay. I'm going to leave fruit out and, and, and veggies and whatever I grow in there. I'm going to leave some of that out for the people around. Like, why not? Like, we have to... That's just one of those things, and this is actually good advice. I mean, especially for people in New Orleans when we have so many abandoned lots, abandoned homes or whatever. And like New Orleans East, they're leaving us out to dry. So we're gonna have to do stuff like that and look out for ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking about this. We need to start doing more farmers markets. Yes. I, I don't know what market, happened. I'm sorry. I, I was like, I don't know what happened to me. Or whether you get a certain age, you but you yearn 
explore farm. Like I will, I will slam on my brakes if I see a decent looking farmer. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. One thing I miss it's... about Pittsburgh, there was a really good farmers market every Thursday right in Market Square by my job. I loved going. It's there. something about touching your own arugula. A root and, and you've got it's it's just so first of all farmers market people are very nice okay and yeah. and so you know because they working in nature and they don't have vitamin d deficiencies because they're working in the sunshine and all that shit and i don't know it's just like you're buying flowers you're buying food everybody's trying to do the same thing people like oh hey get in front of me it's just a it's a really nice kind there's of something in the air i it's, think they yeah. pump extra oxygen into it yeah there's just like a protective spell around around um farmers markets it feels mm-hmm. like like you walk into another universe and yeah, we, i don't know really or we need farmers markets and black ass neighborhoods yeah we really do like i don't know why when you said that we needed it i was like yes but then uh Sarom said arugula i like to touch my own arugula and it sounded too dirty i was like no we don't need this. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> don't you judge my arugula, Tessa. I think I'm judging it now, too. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. You know what? Upon further review, they do sound dirty. It, yeah. It, it, I know what you mean, but it just don't sound right. It don't. It hey. sounds like something you finger. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Here's my piece of bad advice. Hey, Nate, if you go to a uh, farmer's market, See if you could be uh, seductive as you barter for uh, <laughs> for produce. Like, <laughs> like touch the eggplant and be like, how much for me? <laughs> just like, just drag one finger down and, and bite your lip. See what happens. See what happens. Ladies, do not do this unless you're trying to get touched by uh, a farmer nigga with thick fingers because he, this, I'm telling you, these country boys they're like, well, hell, oh, <laughs> I got an eggplant too. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, in this I pandemic, it's a lot of eggplants that haven't been touched in a long time. So. Long time. Long time. Yeah, know your audience. I think that's a, there's a caveat there. Yeah. And they, yeah. In their country too, so they're going to try to marry you at the beginning. You say, well, hell, I reckon a lady <laughs> like you ain't out, ain't out to pay for her produce. Come on out here with me. Country niggas really do marry first and ask questions later. I ain't even know you was like this. Well, nigga, you married me after two days. I don't. Yeah. Why is that? Why do country people like to get married so quick? I don't know. We we really do. Ain't nobody, ain't ain't no population. So they kind of take it as a personal responsibility. (laughs) This is how all the people around me to talk to are the people I make. Is that what I did? <laughs> That's exactly what you did. You made, you made your own town. <laughs> I had many friends growing up, so I was like, I'll make my own little friends. <laughs> my my mama, um, she had all of us, and when there would be parties that not all of us were invited to, she was like, it's like five of y'all, the party is right here. And I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, damn it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. music on and get, get up there and do that little dance I like. But it gives you, like, when you have a big family, it gives you this weird sense of, um, like, I have this thing where the party doesn't start until I get there anyway. 
And I had to like unlearn that because no, you have to respect people's time and blah, blah, blah. It was always like, you know, when my family would get there, people would be waiting for us. So I'm like, oh, well, wasn't nothing happened until I got there. And then when we would leave, everybody would be like, oh, yes, it's time to go. So, I mean, it, it kind of fucks up your, it can fuck up your sense of, of, of other people. Um, Cause yeah. folks tend to congregate around the big family, you know? They do. We was like that. My uncle was the party starter. My uncle uh, invented many of the dances you see on TikTok now. Uh, <laughs> under a pecan tree in the Georgia sun, he invented all these dances. All the eight count shit that you were doing now, he invented that with the help of cocaine and uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Oh my God, Pabst Blue Ribbon. That's some old ass beer. Hell yeah, yeah. May, he rest, may he rest in peace with his dancing ass. You know that bear has been around since slavery, right? It tastes like it. <laughs> you know, I've never had a PBR. You don't need to. Yeah, well, I'm telling yeah, you, that shit, that shit tastes like separate but equal. Yeah, yeah, every time I saw it, it was in the hands of a white boy with a neck beard, and that just didn't look like anything I wanted to be a part of. Nope, not at all. Take, it got taken over by... They got taken over by the uh, the hipsters. Uh, hipsters for a little while, but it they, it, it kind of fell out of fashion and went back to where it came from, and that's that's to the hills of West Virginia and the in the on uh, the bottomlands of Alabama, and uh, that's where it resides now. Oh man, you're so right about that. Pabst Blue Ribbon, made of hops, barley, and slave tears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cleophas, get over here and get to crying. <laughs> oh man. Well, oh, guys. That would be terrible. Or this a brewer. Um, you like, all right, I'm letting everybody go. Freedom for y'all. Really? No, not really. <laughs> Cry. Oh man, these slave tears taste delicious, man. <laughs> Long day of work. <laughs> Refreshing. I love the taste of struggle. <laughs> what, what the fuck? You are evil. Oh man. Well, guys, just to let you guys know this is the first episode of the Bad Advice Show. We will be back. Again, we got so more, much more content that we're going to be bringing y'all. And, uh, you know, keep your, uh, I, I lost where I was going to go with this. I was going to say like, hey, eyes peeled. yeah, keep your eyes peeled. There you go. Because uh, we're going to have, we're going to be dropping some new episodes and maybe even a Patreon pretty soon. So definitely keep listening to us guys. Thank you. We appreciate y'all coming back. Thank you for waiting so patiently. And, um, uh... We're really glad and, to be back here talking And bullying shit. us into coming back. Yay. We were, Thank we you were for being bullies. Bullied, but it was a, it was definitely bullied. And then, like, both of y'all bullied me to come back because I'm like, I'm going to go right. And you're like, oh, are you sure? Because we can't do this without you now. <laughs> it was a little bit. Is that how bully. we sound? <laughs> no, that was, that was the uh, spirit. That's not at all how you sound, but that was definitely the spirit. So I'm okay. like, nope, I'm leaving the show in good hands. I'm gonna go to do this, and then when you just not the same, and it's not. I I miss working with you guys, so I don't want to make it seem like I'm I'm here begrudgingly. It's it's my joy to work with two amazing folks. So 
thank y'all for making me be fam. You know, all that. Oh, yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad that everybody is listening is back. That's listening is back. And we're going to have a lot of good stuff for you this year. So welcome. Bad Advice Reloaded, baby. Let's get it. Hell yeah. And please share the link. Share the link. Tell a friend. Bad Advice Show is back. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.